Winter Solstice, Happy Winter Solstice, and welcome to the Boldness Radiothon edition. My name's Phineas Midge, joining, in fact, before he does that, I've got to say the Boldness is about not just waiting for some well-meaning person to give you your human rights, but demanding them. As I say, today is the Radiothon show, so we'd like you to donate during this hour show tonight. Tonight, if you'd like to donate, please call 94198377. That's 94198377. Leanne is twiddling her thumbs out there, just waiting to take your call with bated breath. I can see her breath bated as we speak. And, uh, well, it's t- time to time to speak to my regular co-host, Raphael Kolev. Hello, Raphael. Finn, we have got a big show coming up tonight. What do you think? We certainly do. Now, uh, you've got, I think without further ado, seeing we have some guests that have come all the way into the studio, I think you should introduce them. Well, as I said, on tonight's show, not only is Radio Song, we're doing the soft launch of a film that we're showing at St Kilda Film Festival called Into the Limelight. The two guests we're having the studio right now is a gentleman called Harris Franco. Hello, Franco. Hello, how are you? Sensational. And we have got Don Bridges, the acting coach. Good evening. Uh, it's very, very good to have you. And we've got something really exciting for people who make a donation. And we have got three copies of the Into the Limelight DVD to give away... And if you choose to call in, and we would like you to call in, we're going to give them some signed copies, but you need to come into the studio to pick them up and we'll make them out to your actual name. And in addition to this, if you leave an email address, we'll actually email you out a certificate of appreciation. What do you think, people? I think that's a fantastic deal. That is a great great. great idea. So people can pick up a a DVD if they want of Into the Limelight by calling 94198377 right now. Well, let's actually talk about Into the Limelight. Harris, what was your experience with Into the Limelight? Oh, totally loved the whole situation. Great crew, good people, good energy, good experience. Um, Council, everything fantastic right behind it. Now, for those people like me who, who, and I'll, I'll have to... Offer a conceit here. I haven't actually seen your f- film. Can you? T- can either one of you tell me what it's about, please? Shall I read what's on the back of the DVD? Because I, Why reckon, not? That, I reckon it actually sums it up. Okay. Lights, camera, action. Into the Limelight is a creativity and mental health project of Paran Mission in conjunction with the University of Melbourne. 
a group of participants predominantly with diagnoses of schizophrenia or other ongoing mental illness, collaborated with a group of film professionals to create a series of 12 short comedy films. Written by Neil Cole. And, um, yeah, they're, they're funny. I had a look at them the other night. There's some great little films in there. And So what, what, are, what are some of the skits that people can look forward to if they get a DVD this evening? Oh, there's a couple in a courtroom. There's um, one set in a Mexican restaurant. There's one about clowns being returned to their real jobs, one of whom is the mayor of Port Phillip Council. But that that's another story. <laughs> and there's the police games <laughs> handicap as well. Bit oh, yes, yes. Political satire in there. Political sat. wow. So, and so what was the um, – you said Neil Cole has, has written them. What was the – what was the – what was the sort of filming process? A combination of um, basically the whole crew were professional, keeping it all together, and people were reading. Don was training people up that had acted a bit before or, or never. So Don was running the work classes, and um, once it got ready, people were cast, then we started working a few weeks later. Don was on set as well, helping some of the people. Now Harris, what was, experience. now, Harris, what was the casting process like? What was actually involved? Um, doing the workshops, turning up and, and seeing people's different energy and I think between Don Emma and other people, they, they, they looked at various people f- for the roles that suited them. So basically, yeah, how we behaved and acted within the workshops. There were occasional days when we would be missing somebody and we'd throw somebody in the deep end and say, okay, you're on, you're doing it today. Um, And that worked really well. Um, We we got incredible results from people who took a lot of risks that they probably wouldn't have normally taken, people who were a bit scared of performing. Um, One of our participants came to me after a rehearsal one day and said, I want to be involved as long as I'm not in any sketches or skits when there are clowns there because I have a clown phobia. And I said, that's fine. You don't have to be around whenever the clowns are being filmed. And then she came to me the following week and said, I want to play a clown. That's a big step forward It was a massive step. And I remember saying to her, are you okay? Are you sure? And she said, yeah, I've got to get over this phobia. So the best way to do it is actually play a clown. And she did and she had a great time and enjoyed herself and got through that problem area of her life. <laughs> True. What's, what's the experience of being in a f- film like for people who perhaps haven't had the experience but have mental illness? I think some of them were just a little worried about, you know, anxiety of being on the set and, you know, exposing yourself artistically. So, as Don said, some people, you know, bailed due to certain things that were bothering them and other people just went right beyond it and overcame everything. So, basically, I think everyone's individual um, fears were addressed. Some of them turned up and didn't do something, but they did something else. So, yeah, it was an individual thing. Now, Harris, is it, what were some of the characters that you played during these skits? Oh, Judge and 
Hamlet. News, news reader. <laughs> Hamlet. A it's modified right. Hamlet. Yeah. And uh, I think... Was Hamlet truly mad? <laughs> well, Raphael was trying to make me mad because I actually... Um, you killed me on set. Him. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes. That doesn't... That I'm not sound... rest, I've just come back. <laughs> In a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> setting as well, I might add. It was amazing. Polonius. Oh, and like there was that? also the equal opportunity where you were the interviewer. Yeah, I was the interviewer. I, that was a, a couple that uh, people cancelled and I was the interviewer, uh, which was tough, but it was once it was over, it felt fantastic. You know, you you stepped up to the mark so many times where, <laughs> when I because um, Harris was one of the people that I I knew I could throw something at it at the last minute and he would step up to the plate and, and give it a red hot go. And he did every time. And it was, uh, yeah, I think I think you got a lot out of it. Oh, thanks. It was great. I can't say no. <laughs> Especially in something artistic. It's did, like, yep, I'll do it. Did, you, did anyone, uh, I guess, back on that theme, Don, did anyone find, um, and we're talking tonight with Don Bridges and Harris Franco about their film Into the the, the Limelight and <clears throat> just um, back on the, that theme, was, it, was there anyone who was frightened or reluctant to be involved, but then once the process started, sort of came out of their shell and thought, this is a really good way I can express myself? Yeah, I think we saw that a lot. Um, and we tried to make it as stress-free as possible. Um, it is a very stressful environment, making films, but we we tried to keep it as light and as much fun as possible. And, and people you know, really rose to the occasion. And we had some fantastic responses. There was um, another young man who who said, look, I don't want to act. Um, I just want to be involved. I just want to be there and I'll, I'll work in the off-screen area. But then something happened and somebody didn't turn up and he jumped in and said, OK, I'll do it. And he, was, he did a really, really good job on the day. Was it the compulsive shopper? Yes. He was great. Did a great yeah, job. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, we've actually got a quick call out here. Uh, we've got a donation <coughs> from Mr. Michael Meir from Burnley for a donation of $50. Thank you very much, Mr. Michael Meir. Thanks, Dad, for calling in. Thanks, Good Michael. On you, Michael. Thank you. <laughs> so, if you can't get your dad to call in, who can you? If you want to be like my dad and call, call in, why not call... Nine four one nine eight three double seven. That's nine four one nine eight double seven. Or go to three cr dot org dot au to d- donate. And you can also SMS zero four double eight nine hundred and thirty eight hundred and fifty five. Good work. So, so what? Um. So how? So how long? How long we? How long was this? They shoot and uh, what? What was the? And was, was filming was filming tiring or? Well, we we had four or five weeks of pre-production where we rehearsed, and I think it was each Thursday we'd come together for two or three hours yeah. and rehearse, so that when we actually came to shooting, everybody knew what they were going to do, and they and it, it went much more quickly. Harris, what? It's yeah, I think on and off it was nearly a month. Yeah, some days yeah. we just couldn't shoot. 
So, yeah, it seemed a long time, and at times it's tiring because I'm, you know, people's different routines. You're getting up earlier, you're getting later, you're finishing late. But, yeah, probably about a month, I'd say. Yeah, it was spread out over over a month, but it would, would only be a day here and there. Yeah. And how long would be the uh, what would be the longest day that you spent filming? Would it be about seven or eight hours? Or I think probably the day we filmed in the Supreme Court might yeah. might have been the longest day, the and court. that that would have been seven or eight hours in the in the courtroom. And we were very lucky because we managed to get the actual Supreme Court, which is a very intimidating room to be in, and. Um, but it, it looks amazing. It looks fabulous. And everybody was having such a great time dressing up in wigs and gowns yeah. and, and judges' outfits. Banging the gavel. That's, that's exactly. All I wanted to – that would be a career highlight for me. And those kids were – that were the ones with Chester Cat QC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that and was good fun. That was good fun. Uh, but so, like, I have seen the Chester Cat QCs. I just, I mean, I think I thought they were very, very funny. Um, those particular ones. Yeah. However, is that there's no spoilers on this one? Is I suggest that there's going to be a soft launch of the video on YouTube um, later tonight, and I suggest that people putting into the limelight into the YouTube channel, which is at Paran Mission, and they will be able to see the whole video. F- fantastic. And you, d- you mentioned that it was shown at the St Kilda Film Festival. What what was the reaction like by the, the audience who saw it? Um, I was nervous, but genuine laughter was just amazing. That was just the best thing. And going into that building, the way it was set up, with the lighting, the whole, the architecture, everything, people you didn't know were like, laughing then we left there was on the way out there's another session and there's people queuing up paying money and it was like wow this is great and what is it what do you think you'll do after into the limelight harris have you got any art plans then got an agent looking at other things to do you know perhaps some theater but um yeah just just it's it's a ongoing process and what was that your first time was it your first time doing film or theatre, Harris? No, I've done some work in the past and got back into music and then this opportunity presented itself and I just jumped on it. Now, Tony, is that when you're the actual acting coach, what were some of the exercises that you did um, to get people into the mood of maybe acting spontaneously or to just respond? We've got a. I've got a game that we always started with, which is called Big Booty, and um, it's a it's a fun game where it's a circle, it's a and it's a concentration and focus game, but it's also a lot of fun, and um, people were a bit scared of it to begin with, I think, but once we got into it, everybody loved it and um, responded accordingly. Um, also, we we worked a lot with the scripts. So if people had, you know, trouble uh, saying certain stuff or if they had better ideas for ways to make the script better, we were very open to hearing those ideas. Um, It was a very collaborative process, I think, and everybody had their input. And Harris, did you have any, with the modification to scripts, were the lines that you thought 
does anything spring to mind about where you had input onto how it should be written? Yeah, I've mentioned to to Emma and Neil some of the sentences that were kind of alliterative, like T, 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 like four words out of, say, ten. They they were good, but they were like tongue twisters, so it was hard (laughs) to get the inflection, so just little things like that. So that's all in the the edit, you know, the second draft, so to speak. Mm Like, you know, what about we do a tongue twister on air? I'm not the pheasant plucker. I'm the pheasant plucker's son. But no, I'm don't, only no, don't do that one. Don't do that but one. But I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes. Although this, this is community radio, so you probably could get away, away with that. <laughs> That's what I was alluding to. Yeah, tongue Any, Anyway, we, uh, we should just say... To, to, we should just say this is the Bobness Radio from the show on... 3CR, so you can donate by calling 94198377 for the next or 12 minutes, or you could go to 3cr.org.au slash donate, or you can SMS 0488930855. I think that just uh, covers it. Um, so, what? And also, deduction, uh, donations are tax deductible as well. They, they, they are indeed. There's, an, there's another one. Uh, so if someone else has kindly donated. Let's. Can you, we have got a donation from Tombay the Mist of what? ten dollars. How does that sound for a video? What do you think, people? Oh, I Bay, think so. A DVD definitely gets a DVD. Definitely, oh, definitely. So what about we're going to do yes. a live signing yes. straight after the show? Yep. Make out to Tom Bay, The Mist, if you'd like to come in and pick that up from the studio. They will be at the front desk at reception during business hours. It'll cost you 10 bucks. On your and yes, it'll cost you 10 bucks. But <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be better for the experience. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, now, so what do you, I mean, is it, projects like this, Don, are they designed to get, more people with mental illness involved in the arts. I think it's. I think it's more about the experience of seeing how the creative process can help people with mental illness make their lives better on a day-to-day basis. And and we found that people were um, actually dealing with their lives in a much much better way during the process of having a creative outlet for themselves so that they, you know, people were making sure they took their med- their medication so they could be there on the day. And I I think, what do you think, Harris? Yeah, I think it's just something where, you know, you're turning up and, you know, society in general, you know, reveres celebrity and mythology sort of idea concepts. And so for some people, they're like, well, wow, I did that. Well, I can do that. So that everyone worked hard, Don ran the class. But yeah, just turning up and seeing it, and then you, you're not getting to see the dailies, and then everyone's waiting, and then when you see the final product and it's in film festivals, and people are like, wow. Mm. So definitely, I think this is a therapeutic, cathartic thing to, to art in general, but in, in this situation, even more so. I think it's also important that we mention the, the incredible work that Emma did. Um, That's Emma Buckley. Emma Buckley. She coordinated it all, and at times it was an absolute nightmare for her trying to get 
the right people there on the right day when we had the equipment and the you know and the right locations, and she did a, an extraordinarily good job of coordinating coordinating everybody to be there at the right time. Absolutely, she just steered the whole thing. Sure did. Know, just kept everyone and always with a time. smile on her face. I couldn't always. understand that. <laughs> How dare, dare somebody be pleasant? That's not exactly. That, that doesn't fit into the, that doesn't fit into societal norms. We're supposed to be ashen faced because it's Melbourne. Grumpy, um, grumpy. What about the grumpy. Two, what about the two directors? Um, like there's two people directing, Samuel McDermott and Declan Cole Flynn. What was it like working under direction uh, by people that actually do produce films? Harris, different styles. Definitely different styles. Um, yeah, look, look, there's a lot of nerves when you're doing it. So when I think back, it's hard to remember. Basically, I think um, Declan was a lot more um, the quiet director sitting back. And sorry, I've forgotten. Sam. Sam Samuel. was Samuel was really like high energy. You know, and so when you get those directors like do another one and it's calm, it's different to like that's good, but try this now. And they both work, so yeah, they're both totally different styles. They were both on set most of the time, so they complemented each other, yeah, they did, and helped the other one when they weren't directing. And as well, you you had Don um, calming certain people down (laughs) with the acting and being too critical of their own performance, and he was. You were kind of in the middle between the two. I was the uh, the good angel sitting on the left shoulder saying, it's okay. He was like the AD um, cinematographer kind of acting <laughs> coach, Is that, Does that imply there was a bad angel? There may have been, but I think the bad angel may not have actually been in the room. Ah. <laughs> thank, thank, goodness, thank goodness for that. So our guests uh, are tonight... <clears throat> Don Bridges and Harris Frank Franco, who've been involved in a film called Into the, Into the Limelight. Thank you, thank you. And and so, so, what what do you what did you what did you get out of what did you both get out of being involved in in, in the in the film? I met some incredible people, and I I. Every day that I went in there, I was inspired, and um, and that's all I ever look for in a in a project to come away with some inspiration and some fun and energy and I don't know, just good times, good people. Harris, um, I love the feeling when the the day's done, when you've shot, you just feel a sense of happiness and achievement and. You know, when anyone's doing something artistic and getting it off the ground, I think, generally speaking, everyone's happier at the end of the day. Sometimes the shoot's tough. It could be rough. You're into music. Recording can be tough. But, yeah, just the feeling after it, to me, is that sort of... that I get that lift because of the energy on set and when it's, like, done, you've done the second, third take and everyone's happy... It's like, wow, and you go home and that feeling hangs around, that positivity stays with you. Well, what about is that after all the filming had finished, did you feel, um, was there a, an emotional letdown at all, Harris? 
Not really for me. More um, an anxiety of hope it all works, you know, because you're putting it together in your head, you're not the editor, and all you've got is sense memory of the things that you've shot on each particular day. So more an anxiety, just like, you know, I suppose putting off anything off to the editor. It's the same situation where you've got this expectation. And, Don, what about you? Is that, how did you feel after the, all the filming was finished? Um, I think for me there was probably a sense of relief <laughs> as, as well um, because I had other things that I was going on to. I went on to rehearse a, um, a Shakespeare, which we then toured around Australia for three months. So I, I was just going on to the next project and... Um, but yeah, I I kind of missed the Thursday meetings and gatherings and and seeing all those happy faces on a Thursday and people eager to jump in and and try stuff that they'd never tried before. It was it was an exciting time. And so, so um just in the few minutes we've got left um can you tell us again where people can where people can see the where people can see the f- film, uh, I believe it's going to be on YouTube. Well, it's that the Into the Limelight is going to be on YouTube on the Paran Mission, Mission channel. And the easiest way to do that, we are going to put a link up to go with the podcast because it's got about 25 letters in it. Uh, you won't, yeah, no, fine. <laughs> and so it might be easier if you put typing into the limelight with Paran Mission and people, it will come up. Very, that video is going up tonight, I believe. Very good. Now, uh, we're, we're running heavily out of show, uh, so I just wanted to, before we thank our guests, that um, th- 3CR is, very, is a remarkably important station because it gives people with... Uh, gives marginalised people, including people with disabilities, a voice. With the demise of Channel Thirty One, the, there's no such. The, there are very few voices in the media. There are very, very few media outlets that will give people with disabilities a voice, and so that's why you need to donate to Three CR. Obviously, our show's winding up, but you can call nine four one nine eight three double seven. Right now, that's nine four one nine eight three double seven. But of course, you, once the show is done, you can go to three crorgau slash donate, and you can you can donate or ring the office number during business hours. So, uh, without further ado, Raphael, we should thank our guests. I'd like to thank Don Bridges and Harris Franco from Into the Limelight. They were both cast members of Interlime, and we still got two copies which can be signed to give away if people come into the 3CR office, 21A Smith Street, Fitzroy. Thank you very much, Don. Thank you very much, Harris. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Great pleasure. Thank you. And we're going to go out with a. You go, Don. What? And we're going to go out with a song, and the song we are going out is Mother Day by Hardy Everett, who was a guest on The Boldness in January, talking about mental health. Thank you very much. Don Bridges and Harris Franco will be back in July. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. you. Next up is Tamal Voices. (laughs) 